0: Welcome to Divine Soul Essence podcast with Mindy and Myesha. Episode one, where we creatively dive into the profound impact of childhood trauma and how it has shaped our lives. In this raw and honest conversation, we share personal experiences and insights, shedding light on complex web of emotions, behaviors and beliefs that stem from early traumatic experiences. Join us as we embark on a transformative journey of self discovery and healing, unraveling the intricate ways in which childhood trauma has influenced our relationships, self perception, and overall well being. We aim to f- foster understanding, empathy, and hope for all those who have experienced similar struggles. Together, we explore the far reaching effects of tra- childhood trauma including its potential impact on mental health attachment patterns and personal growth we dive into the ways trauma can shape our belief systems self-worth and ability to form healthy connections highlighting the importance of healing and resilience throughout this episode we strive to create a safe and supportive space for listeners to reflect on their experience and gain valuable insights into the intricate interplay between childhood trauma and adult life. We also provide practical tools and resources for navigating the healing process, empowering individuals to reclaim their power and rewrite their narratives. Join us as we embark on this transformative journey of self-exploration, compassion, and healing. Together, let's uncover the profound ways in which childhood trauma has shaped our lives and discover the resilience and strength that lies within each of us.
1: Hi hey everyone, this is Mindy. My childhood started with my mother being physically and mentally abused before the divorce when I was under the age of five. I recall being in preschool and always late for school and left behind after school because of my father's lack of responsibility and priority over his extramarital affairs. That started my abandonment issues without me even knowing about it. One day, while in elementary school, my father came over to the house mad and dis- drunk and destroying everything in sight. As I returned home from school, I was stopped from going into the house. But I made a way in to see my house in a mess. I was furious and decided to go looking for him. Not understanding why he was doing what he did. My best friend and I took up the hill to find him not knowing... Where we were going to do, but when I saw him at the bar on top of the hill, I became scared and froze for a bit. He called my name and we took off running back down the hill. He was never there for me, mentally or physically, as a father. The visits and phone calls were non existent, and major occasions of birthdays and Christmas were after the fact, which made me feel un- unloved by him. Once for Christmas, he came by with presents from his job, but I didn't receive any, only my sister. I was devastated, wondering why I was left out and what was wrong with me. That heard it, and he stated they forgot I had two daughters. No one to answer questions or talk to, I went back to my room, sad. One night, while I was asleep, I saw a shadow appear in my room. I looked up. And I was, and I saw my father. I was like, Daddy, he was like, yes, go back to sleep. But I didn't. I wanted to hear what was going on. He waited in my my dark room for my mother to return home. As soon as she entered her room, he surprised her by stepping out of my room. Both rooms were connected by a door. She was startled and asked him what he was doing there argument started and I heard him choking my mother out and threatening to kill her. I was so scared to get out of my bed to see if my mother was okay. He wanted to control her even though they were already divorced and he was living with his new family. He left and my mother came in to check on us. After a while, from the disappointments of him not showing up, I started to have resentment towards him. And I chose not to have any communication with him. But I was also told by my mother not to speak to him. Whenever I saw him around town, I pretended not to see him. Or if we came in close contact with each other, I would give him the cold shoulder, even if I did say hello. The stories I was told by my mother about my father was also also played a role on how I looked at him. All she had to say about him was negative. Did she use that as a tactic to keep me away from him is also a possibility looking back now. My mother is very prideful. We have a good relationship but I was not aware that she was manipulating me all this time when, I, when it came to my father. All I heard was was what he did and never what she did. She definitely instilled fear in me, especially when we were having a young woman conversation about the age of 14. All I remember from that conversation was that if you got pregnant out of wedlock, your brother and I will tie you to a coconut tree and beat it out of you. I was scared. My family was being spiritually attacked by witchcraft witchcraft, from how it was explained to me and by my experience. Something did attack my mother and caused her to get very, very sick. They needed a spiritual priest like a shaman to remove whatever was placed on her. Ever since that time, I used to be scared to stay in the house alone. A week or so before coming to the US, I was under my house looking for something when I saw a stone hit the ground where I was standing I turned around and to my surprise there was this strange guy underneath my neighbor's house doing inappropriate things to himself I dropped everything and bolted in the house to tell my mother by the time she went back downstairs he was gone this left me feeling uncomfortable and grossed out To this day, I don't know what was his motives. A couple of days later, I was on a plane to a new journey. I didn't think I was affected by the traumas of my childhood until it was all exposed in my relationships and doing the shadow work.
0: Myisha, the first time I experienced trauma as a child was with my mom. She neglected and abandoned my, my eldest brother and I at a very young age due to her drug addiction. My mom was introduced to crack cocaine from a very close relative when I was two years old. From what I was told, I don't recall what age I was at this time. I do remember our mom taking us to the store. She was shoplifting as we were about to exit the store. She noticed that she was about to get caught. She ran and left my brother and I at the store with strangers to save herself from being arrested. From that moment on, our mom was in and out of our lives due to her substance abuse problem. My my brother and I were taken to the police station where my granny picked us up. I was scared, crying. I remember my brother telling me everything would be alright. I was very close to my mom. I was always up under her. I was a mommy's girl. When she left, I didn't understand why. I just remember her always telling me to be good and she loved me. My mom would show up occasionally making broken promises to us, saying she would get herself together and get a place so we could come home. My brother was tired of hearing the broken promises she kept telling us. He really didn't care if she came back for us. Because of my mom's actions and what was repeatedly being said about her from family members, he started to believe it. I didn't want to live with my granny because of the mental, verbal, and physical abuse, especially from my mom's younger sister. While enrolled in elementary, I had this weird teacher. He would always touch on me inappropriately. I didn't understand what was going on, but I knew it wasn't right. This teacher would always hold me back in class while the kids were allowed to go to recess. So one day, I went into my granny's room to get one of her small purses. Then I went outside to find a big enough rock to fit in the purse. The next day, I went to school. While in class, the teacher kept yelling my name to make it seem like I wasn't doing my work or something. Long story short, we all... We all lined up to go to recess. He had attempted to hold me back from recess once again, and I wasn't having it. I was prepared to, prepared to protect myself, and that's just what I did that day. This teacher grabbed my arm so tight that the next thing I knew is that I wrapped the purse straps around my hand for a good grip and busted him upside his head with the purse. He still wouldn't let my arm go, so I continued crying and screaming for him to stop. I was taken to the office, and they called my granny. I was scared because I just knew I was in trouble. He told me no one would ever believe me. We are all in the office. The teacher fabricated a story about me and saying he will be pressing charges against me. My granny asked him, what really happened? Because it didn't make sense for me to come to school. And just hit him for no reason. She told him if he press charges against me, she will be pressing the charges, pressing charges against him for touching me inappropriately. From that moment on, I didn't trust anyone. I didn't want to go back to school. She checked me out that school and checked me into another school, walking distance from her house. I started skipping school at a, young, a very young age. I became angry and rebellious would get in trouble uh, very often, thinking my mom would come back for me. I didn't feel wanted or loved at my granny's because they would always treat me different from my brother. My brother started acting just like them, and I resented him for that. At this time, I felt alone and just wanted to be with my mom and to get away from them. Finally, my mom came back around. I remember being so happy and excited she came back for me. My granny told us she moved around a corner from us. I packed my things and told my granny I'm ready to go to my mom's house. She told me I wasn't going anywhere and to put my stuff back up. Now I'm confused because I thought they didn't want me there because of their actions and how they treated me. I picked up my bags went back to the room trying to figure out how to get to my mom later that night i snuck out and ran to my mom's apartment i knocked on the door she opened the door i gave her the biggest hug i asked if i could stay she said yes she asked me how did i get over there i told her i walked shortly after there is a hard knock on the door when my mom opened the door it was my uncle my mom says hi He asked if I was there. She said yes, just let her stay the night. All I remember was them yelling, him grabbing and taking me out the house, whooping my ass all the way back to my granny's. After that, my mom was gone once again. She moved to L.A. and had more kids. I don't recall my mom going back to my granny's house after that. A few years later, I moved to my parental grandmother's house. I stayed there until my dad was released from prison. I was so happy to finally meet him. That happiness didn't last long at all. We moved in with his wife. That was the first time I witnessed domestic violence. I was so terrified of him. He was a very angry person. My dad was very abusive to his wife. It was like he was always mad for no reason. Things didn't work out at his wife's house. Supposedly, he was abusing her because of me, so I couldn't live there anymore. We headed to San Diego to my aunt's house. He enrolled me in school and informed my aunt he's going back to his wife. I remember them arguing because she didn't understand how he was choosing his wife over his child. He left anyways. So time goes on. He comes back from Pasadena to visit. I believe I was suspended from school. He came up to school to get me. I was terrified because I knew what he, he was about to beat my ass. He called my aunt's name and told her to get him a belt. I'm crying my heart out at this point because I knew what my dad was capable of. And this was the very first time my dad damn near beat me to death. My aunt tried to stop him, but he was so intimidating and threatened her. She had no choice but to back off. He beat me so bad I had to miss two weeks of school. He went back to his wife. My aunt drove me back to Pasadena and told my dad I couldn't live there anymore. They got into a heated argument. I ended up back with my grandmother. I was so scared of this man. I didn't know what to do. I tried running away a few times and ended up right back with him. I'm not sure what his motives were, but I remember him asking me if I smoked weed. I told him no. So he rolled up a joint and handed it to me and said, I'd rather you smoke here with me than with people you don't know. Now I'm smoking weed and drinking because he made it okay. One day he gave me a few joints and some cigarettes and told me he would be back. He came back high and drunk. He knocked on my room door. I opened it. He gave me a tight hug while his hands were practically on my butt. He sat at the foot of my bed, talking inappropriately. He asked me if I smoked all those joints. I said no. He said, well, let's smoke. I told him I didn't want to at this time. He was making me feel very uncomfortable, so I told him I was tired. He didn't care. He said, oh, well, let me smoke this joint, and I will leave. So he started smoking, and he starts telling me how I looked just like my mom, and I was shaped just like her. So, he reaches over and starts rubbing on my breast, asking me why my nipples wasn't getting hard. I started crying and saying, please, Daddy, stop. He told me to stop crying. It's okay. I remember shaking uncontrollably and crying, and that's when he left out my room. Shortly after, I ran away to find my mom in L.A. I found her and told her what happened. She broke down crying calling him a sick bastard she wanted to call the police on him but I told her no because they won't believe me and they will take me back to him from what I know from my past experiences I had a runaway warrant out on me and got arrested for shoplifting I was placed in McLaren Hall where once again I was sexually assaulted by one of the staff members there Then, I was placed in a foster home where I was sexually assaulted again. Growing up, I experienced a lot of traumas that affected me in my life, which caused mental health issues that I will be discussing in future episodes. I also found myself in fight-and-flight mental state, which has played a major part in all my relationships and how I connected with people. I will also be sharing some things that help me in my healing process, such as shadow work, meditation, etc. Stay tuned and thank you for listening.
1: One of our favorite quotes from Dr. Gabor Matei, best author and best speaker. A tree doesn't grow where it's hard and thick. It grows where it's soft and green and vulnerable. The vulnerability is absolutely essential for growth and for the vulnerability, you gotta let go of those defenses such as being right that you develop as a child in order to protect yourself from the pain.